Man, they're fucking up my focus They're fighting out the front My crib, they're causing me commotion Oh, your album just came out We didn't even notice Smoking on my Cali weed is XP Aladocious Camden Town, we run this town And everybody knows it 2017, I had to boss up on my grown shit 616, I keep a hit I'm always lock and loaded I'm chilling with my feet up You see the father loaded Last year, I took an L Pick it up and carry on Really roll Episode 47 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Krish. I'm with Navik. Navik just ran a 10 kilometer running race in Toronto. He's officially joined Running Gang out here. How are you feeling after that one? You know what? It's not that much, is what I realized when I ran the race. But prior to the race, I was like, oh man, this is a lot. Let's train heavy. No, you don't have to train. If you're a first-time runner, just go do it. If it's a 10K, hmm. go do it. Just run the race. Get up off the couch and do it. Oh, wow. That's what I say when you, you're trying to run and you're trying to get out there and exercise. Get up, go do it. Man, it sounds like you watched a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk videos before uh, running this race. Uh, none at all, but I uh, I don't notice or get the hate maybe because i don't watch enough of his stuff mm-hmm. but everybody hates on him yeah probably because yeah, i hate on him for sure you hate on him for sure definitely is it because he just says hey why aren't you doing this just simply do it you know um i hate on him one for the obnoxiousness that's like one i'm pretty sure he's <laughs> um good friend of ours Amit. i'm pretty sure showed me that he's like in like an Instagram post, he says something like, I create culture, <laughs> <laughs> which is the funniest thing, which is absolutely the funniest thing. Gary B is the, is the father of culture. He <laughs> created this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just know that like Off-White wouldn't exist without <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk, you know? Rap music would not exist without Gary Vaynerchuk. Without Gary V. <laughs> that good old boy from Brooklyn, probably. Yeah, exactly. So he probably emphasizes. <laughs> yeah, I don't even... From Brooklyn. <laughs> I wonder where he's from. Um, I know that his dad it was a uh, pretty successful and wealthy uh, wine winery owner, like wine estate owner. Um, and his like first rise to prominence was playing like a big part in building like the brand and building this like this company um if i have my numbers correct i'm not going to give gary v much more time on this episode but if i have my numbers correct he like brought this like winery from having like a one million dollar valuation to like close to 60 million or something like that exclusively through like the branding and marketing side of things could be wrong but um Either way, that is his uh, his claim to fame. Yeah, I have. There's a bunch of things that like I don't like about him. It starts with his obnoxiousness, but either way, we don't need to give more negative energy to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Navek and I are planning to run the Scotiabank Half Marathon in Toronto uh, at some point in September. We haven't looked at the dates yet, but um, if there's anyone out there who wants to run this one with us, we have a couple pals who are going to run it with us. Um, 
there's anyone out there in the Toronto area who wants to run this with us, maybe want to start a little run club for people who are struggling to get off the couch, like Nameek and I, let's start a run club. Listen, this is for people who hate walking. Yeah. I want to emphasize this again. If you hate walking, you hate running. join this club. Exactly. No, we want, we don't like walkers. You oh. got to like running. Oh, oh, I thought you, this was like, you know, very entry level. No, never mind. Oh, okay. no, we're fast. <laughs> we're speedsters. We're very fast. Speedsters. So if right. you can't catch up, you better take a seat. What are perks of joining this club, though? We get ice cream after every run session. That's yeah. one. Yes. Um, what are some other perks? We also have full steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> every night. At the keg. Every night. Um, every night, a full 24-ounce steak dinner. <laughs> 24 at the keg please uh, please pack your dress shirt and jeans and dress shoes please bring jeans that's right but actually though idea of like a walking club slash running club is like something i've very much thought about a fair bit because i think it'd be kind of fun especially if it was a okay i think like entry-level walking club you just go out you just walk with people you go have a chat especially in the warm weather you enjoy some sunshine maybe a little breeze Maybe we strategically time it to go walk down by some water where it's nice and calm and, you know, it's just by the water. It's great. So let us know. Should we start a walking club slash running club? Or should we just add this to the list of all the other great ideas that we have that we don't follow through on? Please let us know. Curiouscat.me forward slash hot dog flip flops. DM Navik and I over our Instagrams. Do you still use Twitter? Uh, I do from time to time. Okay. Yeah. I stepped away because it got too serious. You know, there was a lot of serious stuff, as there should be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I couldn't add to the conversation. Like, people would be talking about, oh, there's um, children in cages. And I'd be like, hey, you ever find it weird that when kids go outside, they have all this fun? But when you're an adult, you just wash your car a lot. <laughs> and I just know that that's not the right thing. <laughs> your consciousness stepped in, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, me too. I, I'm also not on Twitter anymore, but we still use our Instagrams. So let us know if we should start a walking club slash running club. Any of you would join this. Obviously, unfortunately, this is exclusive to people from the Toronto slash GTA area. But we're still down to uh, do it. You know, maybe it becomes a big enough thing. Maybe we take it worldwide. We do a walking tour. Whoa. We walk state to state, province to province. Just kidding. We're going to take the train or fly because mm. that's some crazy shit. We have to hit our guests with the first segment of the show, Just One Thing, unofficially sponsored by Amory. I'm going to let Navik go in on the first thing. Do I ask you something or do I just say one thing? Just like all of our other segments, the rules are very loose. So there's no boundaries. There is no boundaries. This segment could just become another one of our segments, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. But no, uh, tell me one thing that's been on your mind, one thing that uh, you've been thinking about wanting to get off your chest, maybe. Oh, uh, I've been listening to, to uh, Daytona okay. a lot. You okay. pushed the album. And it's still great. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to do something. Okay. It makes me want to move. It gives me confidence. Yeah. When I'm walking down the street and I'm listening to that, I feel confident. You know, I feel good. Yeah. And great project, no misses, no fluff, straight to the point. 
do you feel that way about all of the other Kanye projects? Kanye produced slash, you know, executive produced projects thus far. So now we have Ye, we have Kid Seagos, and we also have uh, Nasir. Is that the name of the album? Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that way about Kid Seagos. I think that's a flawless album as well. I do like Ye. I understand why people would not like it. Uh, a lot of people that I've spoken to about these albums, they do enjoy Kitsy Ghost and and the Push album. But online, I'm seeing a lot of hate. And that's because, you know, of Kanye's prior antics. Right. And because of those antics, it clouds their judgment to the point where they're like, you know, they automatically write it off and say it's shit or it's bad. You can't say that production's bad, though. Mm. You cannot. I don't... That's one thing that's undeniable. What about yourself? What's one thing? Um, what is one thing? Right. My one thing is um, that um, potentially, or <laughs> particularly as um, two straight men who sit in this room, knowing that it's, uh, it's Pride Month um, all over the world, all over yeah. the world. Um, it's pretty pretty important slash pivotal time to you know think about ways that uh, that we can be supportive. Um, you know, I mean, to take it one step further as as uh, two people of color as well, probably worth considering how we can be supportive to uh, you know people of the LGBTQ community who are also people of color as well. You know, a lot of a lot of kind of extended um, barriers or boundaries that get placed up around people um you know who come from different parts of the world where you know their support systems or general kind of communities might not share the same perspectives as them or share as welcoming perspectives um so Navik and I thought it'd be a good idea to uh to find some constructive uh suggestions as to how we and potentially anyone else listening uh, can be allies to queer people of color. Um, well, I just got to say that realistically in this world, there shouldn't be a pride, realistically, because uh, people of the LGBTQ community are human beings. Mm-hmm. And if they're human beings, we should treat them like human beings. Easy peasy. But we're obviously, straight people are awful. And, you know, I've treated them terribly over i don't even know how many years it's been since the beginning of time yeah yeah beginning of time ever since ever and so that's why they need this and i remember like a friend of mine uh his mom actually took him to pride at a young age Mm -hmm. and he's been going since straight straight person and also i guess that's another conversation should straight people even go yeah very good point because I always, because I went last year, think about going this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know, it's it's not like a time to observe to observe uh, how this community lives. It's just in my in my point of view, it's just appreciation mm-hmm. and just to be there. But I per- I totally understand if uh, people of that community are like, yeah, this is not a time for straight people. Yeah, 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 well. yeah. of course. Um, oftentimes that that is kind of like a deterrent or like, you know, as you said, one of the reasons why the month exists, right? For, um, for at least, you know, 30 days where 
um, anyone who's not straight, not cisgendered, has like the opportunity to like celebrate their existence and the existence of their peers who share such, you know, similar and or varying experiences um, in this world. Some of the suggestions um, made for potentially being an ally to queer people of color, we have this one list from campuspride.org. Um, there are a couple here that I think are really good. Um, don't apologize for your privilege or guilt. Um, and don't thank anyone for sharing what people of color folks have known to be true for years. That's a kind of like a tricky one for a lot of people. I think oftentimes dealing with your own kind of insecurities or dealing with like your own doubts or kind of shortcomings can be can be tricky. But the key is to kind of realize your your stance, realize the privileges or biases that you may have and, and work towards dismantling them, right, on like a day-to-day basis. Another one here is don't just know who's missing from the room. Invite those folks to create the space with you. I think that one's a really big one, um, particularly in like a, in like, even in Toronto here and like a nightlife scene is like creating an inclusive space where trans folk or queer folk in general actually feel like they're welcome. There's like a difference between labeling something as like a place that's actually welcome for everyone and not having that paradigm shared by everyone in the room, right? Those are two really good ones. A couple other ones that we've seen here from Mashable.com. Um, this is from an article titled Seven Ways to Be Better Ally to Transgender Women of Color. One of the reoccurring ones here is always listen. Um, and while I think that is a super important one, I would hope that it's a given uh, to listen and, and not overtake any a conversation, um, you know, or like an opportunity where someone is sharing with you or, or being vulnerable with you. Educate yourself is always on these lists as well. Um, again, sometimes a trickier one um, because people can kind of be overwhelmed as to where to start. But if I can prove as an example or if Nivek and I can prove as an example, all we did was simply Google how to, uh, how to be an ally. That was uh, our starting point. While that might be a very entry level, um, it's still a, a good place to potentially start. The last big one that is still from this Mashable um, article, which we'll share, is to risk your privilege to clear space. And essentially what I think this kind of comes down to is um, understanding that being an ally isn't always going to be about or isn't going to mean that you can stay comfortable throughout the process. And it will kind of involve you entering uncomfortable spaces. Um, perhaps, as Navik said, as like observing a pride parade or like going to into the city for a pride-based event and experiencing what is that what it's like to be the minority in a situation right um it builds empathy i think is like a is a really important consequence of risking your privilege um and that could also mean you know you know disagreeing in like a group setting with with someone who for example decides to to say something like no homo you know um small things like these that kind of add up to you making a part of your daily routine uh, to combat ideas of transphobia and homophobia. So these are just a couple of really, really great points that we found out here. And, and obviously it's a good place for people like Nivek and I to, to kind of work, uh, work on becoming better allies or, or better support for people from the community. And uh, we hope anyone who is celebrating Pride you know, all over the world here is, uh, embracing, uh, embracing, you know, the opportunity to, 
to celebrate your queerness. Um, but something that I've also very recently taken in by a, uh, a poet recently found them. Their name is Alok, and I very recently found them on Instagram. Uh, But something they said was that, um, you know, on one hand, um, you know, it's great to celebrate this month, but it's also a good month to mourn all of the deaths that still occur every year, Um, all of the, like, inequality gaps that still happen in, like, the workplace. you know, it very much, very much still is a month of mourning on top of a month of celebrating. And it's very, very much important or very much worth seeing both sides of the coin, which is, yeah, a, a very tough thing to do, but always a key sign that there's more work and more work and more work and more work to do, particularly from uh, people who aren't on the oppression side of things, you know? Anyways, that was our... Uh, <laughs> That was our Just One Thing segment. The interview that we have lined up for this week is a super, super fun interview um, with our new homie, Hamda Warsame. Hamda is a multi-talented graphic designer and artist. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think she also makes some mixes on SoundCloud, which you might have to plug here. Uh, But you should go to her website right now while you're listening to this and check out a lot of her work at humwars.com. Dot com H-A-M-W-A-R-Z.com, um, where hopefully very soon you'll be able to buy a lot of our artwork. Nivek and I still don't really know how to actually describe our artwork, but take a look for yourself on her website or her Instagram at humwars, H- at H-A-M-W-A-R-Z. Um, this was a really great chat because Hum does on the same exact plane that Nabeek and I are about music, and we got to talk a lot about music, a lot of the new albums that very recently came out. Um, we talk about smoking backwoods, mm. which is pretty fantastic, and uh, more just about Hamda's work process, uh, some of the design tools that she likes to use, and uh, what we can expect from her in the upcoming year. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode 47 with Hamda Wasame. Real quick, before we begin, where we are recording in a random classroom in Ryerson University, and the room next to us, there's a guy, a single guy watching X Factor on a projector. Now, the last time I was into X Factor was 2008. That was the last time. It was interesting. Maybe 2010. After that, I was like, yeah, I'm good on talent competitions because there are about 16 of them. Now, my guy... Uh, I don't want to give him a name. Let's say his name is Jack or something, probably. <laughs> He's in the center of the room, very intrigued by what Simon Cowell is saying about probably his 800 singer that he's seen <laughs> that will, might win and will get no coverage whatsoever. Um, I'm not trying to be on the negative wave here, Jack, because oh, I'm trying yeah. to be on the very positive wave as of this year. So I'll... I, Actually, no respect towards you for doing that whatsoever. Very angry because we could have used that room, but we did find a room, thankfully. We did find a room. And um, if, a, if a guard security comes up here, we are snitching on you first. <laughs> it's perfectly fine to snitch. No, it isn't, but in this case it is. Now we'll start the podcast. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? This is episode 47 of High Top Flip Flops. It is like Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. not Chris, a.k.a. the Thumbel Hemingway, a.k.a. Lil Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Day Girl with you, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. It's not you, it's not me, we're just going through a tough time right now. I'm with my main man, Naveek. 
Hey, it's Nivek, aka Nivape, aka Miss Run Up to Your Girl, Say Hello, Then Run Away, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Young Couch. And you know what? Before before I was thinking about my AKs, I was like, a lot of my AKs I can't do anymore. Because they're all bad people. So I used to <laughs> say I'm a Z's band, sorry. And I used to say I was, uh, I think I had another one with R. Kelly that I forgot, but that's. <laughs> that was on the That is. That is definitely gone. We cleaned that shit with the Lysol. Hey, put him in jail, lock away, and lose the key. (laughs) (laughs) Swallow the key. Is that what they say? Actually, don't swallow the key. Don't swallow the key, okay. Hey, to the kids, because I know we have some 13-year-olds listening. Do not swallow keys. Definitely do not, because you will die. Okay. (laughs) For sure. But we have a great guest. We have a super great guest today by the name of Hamda Warsami. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Yes. Wow. Wow. We got very lucky, man. I just got super lucky with that one. Hamda is a very talented artist, a graphic designer, and just generally speaking, multi-talented human. So thank you very much for uh, for joining us today. Very much for having me. We're really excited for this one just because we have so much to kind of ask you about. Uh, not only art and you know what you kind of want to get going, but just about your your background and what you kind of learned along the way. because we, we also kind of found out that uh, you have like a, a, a unique story to share about uh, how things kind of started getting rolling for you with, uh, with your artwork. Um, but we'll start with uh, your kind of artist moniker name, which uh, we believe is Hamwars. Is that, is yeah, that how you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah, most people just Hamwars is what I get normally. Okay, okay. Because no one knows how to pronounce my name. Yeah, because no one tries, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, first of all, can I do the... Substitute teacher pronunciation of your full name? Oh my god, please. It's probably going to be Hamda Warsam. Is that it? Yes. Because 100%. Because <laughs> your name sounds, it's great when pronun- when somebody pronounces it correctly, yeah. but oh my goodness, they can destroy it. Oh, yeah. That was perfect. Hamda Warsam. Warsam. That's terrible. Um, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, so at what point in time did you kind of take on uh, this name? Obviously, it's an abbreviation of your, your first yes. name and last name here, um, but... Is it something that you, you always kind of uh, imagined wanting to be your artist name from like a young age? Did you ever think that like, oh man, I'm going to have this like cool ass artist name uh, and it just like didn't manifest and you, you chose Hamwars instead? Um, actually, I just went and changed my Instagram name. Okay. That's how it went. Before I was doing the art, I just went and changed it. I was like, oh, that's funny. But yeah, it was an accident. Okay, that's okay. Um, and now we're here. I yeah, that's right. I don't know if right. it'll still be here in like a year. We'll see. That's okay. You know, we're ever changing. Exactly. That's just the, on, the only thing that we need to know. Uh, but regardless, you know, the the art and the kind of intention to still put out more creative work is there. It's all that matters. Whatever. We can change our names. <laughs> you can become, you forgot your one AK, Tukak Shapur. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Tukak Shapur. That's right. Which, uh, you know, is that wrong at all? Is it wrong at all? You're just changing one letter from Shakur and Tupac. You're just... You're, you're just switching the P and the K, man. That's all it is. As long as I'm not disrespecting, you What is Tukak Shapur? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's good. As long as I'm not disrespecting <laughs> Tupac. Never. Nah. Never. Um, <laughs> didn't you also say you were the Tupac of Scarborough at one point in time? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Story for another day. Story for another day. <laughs> That's a great uh, Instagram caption. <laughs> I'm, the I'm the Tupac of Sh- Scarborough. Scarborough. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will even fight me on that. But like, yeah, I mean, nobody cares. <laughs> no so. one cares. You don't even rap. Um, <laughs> this is a tangent, but that's okay. Uh, thank you for that, Tukak. Hamda, you very much have a unique style of art um, that thank I think you. both Nivek and I have tried to articulate to other people. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but it's very difficult for us to do so, uh, to describe your artwork to someone uh 
So we're kind of curious to know from your perspective, how do you describe your art to people or particularly the style in which that you, you present it? Um, I just call it digital art. Okay. That's, that's all I call it. But um, I haven't even like coined a term for it. I, I don't know. I didn't even realize I had a style until like my family members were like, oh, look, you like, it did something right. over there. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> Do you feel like that, that first kind of, that first point of validation came from family? Was it family that kind of were I the first people to see it? I think it was my friends it? first, because okay. I was in Waterloo. Right. And they were the ones that were like, keep going. Like, right. Yeah. And then I like wouldn't sleep, wouldn't go to class, wouldn't eat. would just like, there was a point in October where I was just doing art. Like, from, Holy cow. Yeah. And I think I made like, probably around like 10 pieces in one week wow. and then I stopped and resumed my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is like, yeah, had yeah. to kind of take place from there. It was, yeah, it was a rough week. It was fun though. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are you okay. self-taught? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But wow. I'm in school for like digital media and business okay. or I was in school for that. Right. So like, except they didn't really teach me anything. <laughs> they like showed me what Illustrator was, but when it came to the pen tool, they were like, like fuck it. Like, <laughs> you got to figure that one on your own. Yeah. Wow. Can we talk about the pen tool real quick? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, first, what's your program of choice? Illustrator. Always. Illustrator, yeah. Yeah. Even you'd, though people say I should use Photoshop for like blending and like all that stuff. But, like, I just, I just love the pen tool. Like, no joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. it's, it's the most, uh, it's probably the closest you can get to like physically painting something Probably. or like drawing something. Right? And like I have the Wacom tablet thing, but I don't use it. Like I, hmm. I'm just stuck with like the mouse Word. or my trackpad. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, you have the Wacom. Yeah, I have it, but I, I never use it. Oh, was it, is it it's like, like when you started to use it, was it okay or? I, it was hard. So then I kind of just like pushed it to the side cause I got it as a gift. Ooh, right. And I still haven't learned how to use it. Whatever, man. Yeah. It's fine. I think when I do, my stuff will get a lot better. I'm just like, the learning curve yeah, 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 is yeah. too high. Yeah, that's fine. It's exponential, but like, you just got to hit the yeah. point, right? And if then I don't know how to do something immediately, I get frustrated. Fair. And yeah. That's <laughs> neat. Okay, so I'm a designer light. Like, I'm not a yeah. Yahoo, I'm a designer light. I do use no. Illustrator. Um, yes. And a lot of people show me the book home. And I'm, I was like thinking yeah. of saving up and trying to cop that. Because I feel like... Because we do, um, for the artwork for this podcast, like I just yeah. trace people's faces. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I like and, it. Oh, thank you. Um, and I was thinking about getting the phone just to easily. It'll be you know. easier, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like my hands probably is just not used to it, but I feel like if you just spent the time, it'd be a lot easier probably. And I also, I can kind of tell the hours that goes into a lot of the mm -hmm. pieces. Thank you. Which, I mean, it pays off because the work is incredible. Um, also, real quick, uh, I don't know if you've seen the meme. Uh, well, there's a, there's a classic template of you know the guy holding a girl's hand and then he's looking. Oh at the girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a there's this is very specific. This is a very niche meme, mm -hmm. but the girl he's looking at is final 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 two .psd, and the girl he's with is final .psd. I'm like, <laughs> yes. wow, I relate to that. Oh How yeah, do you do? my desktop is a mess. It's like final two, final three, final maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. This segment of Designer Talk, <laughs> sponsored by Adobe. I know everybody is super interested. They're no, this is... Tuned a, in. No, but genuinely speaking, you know, I'm sure there are people who... Uh, Adobe should sponsor you guys. Yeah, we, we, we need the sponsors, man. Uh, we're just waiting. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine, imagine that. Considering that if you don't have a student discount, it's 80 bucks for, like, Photoshop, Illustrator, I think, After Effects. A month? 
Yeah, if you don't have the student discount, mm. but you got to get on the student discount. I have the student thing now, but I think that will expire soon. So. <laughs> Sponsor. First of all, here's a little secret. You get an email, you extend it till 2036. Oh, Say you're a life student. Oh, my God. And, uh, a student of life. Got it. So just keep extending it. I'm going to do that. There you go. Pro tips. <laughs> Pro tips from Navek to all the designers out in the world. Hard tips. So you, you kind of briefly mentioned having your, your artwork seen by like your friends. Um, you also mentioned a little yes. bit kind of being seen by your family as well. And that's always kind of like an important place to, to kind of speak a little bit about, you know, where um, or at what point in your life art kind of came into the picture or how long it's kind of been relevant. So if you're willing to share, we'd like to really kind of go back to the, the yeah. very beginning, you know, so like where, uh, where you were born and where you did most of your growing up. Um, and uh, as you kind of shared, you have a small background. Yes. Um, I'm very curious to kind of know, you know, what kind of influence your parents had on you or um, mm -hmm. what upbringing from a pair of Somali parents was like for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So I was born in Toronto, actually, like not too far from here. Okay. Near Bleecker. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I lived here for like four years and then we moved to the suburbs. Uh, in terms of the art... I was always like really interested in visual arts and stuff, mm. but I never thought that it could be like an actual career because like <clears throat> my parents are African. So like in the back of my mind, I was like, <laughs> I'm either going to have to be a doctor or a lawyer right. or like this. Absolutely. Um, but they're actually very liberal and they didn't like want to impose on me at all. They kind of let me figure out my own thing. They never pushed me towards... Well, okay, they sort of pushed me into accounting. But I was like, I'm not <laughs> oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah, I get the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely screwed yeah. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, they've been very liberal. Um, they kind of let me do my own thing, which I'm really grateful for. Mm. Uh, I think it's... Well, it started the art kind of... Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> Um, in grade 10 business class, we were like, weren't allowed to use PowerPoint templates. And then I was like, oh shit, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I used Microsoft Paint and I started like drawing shit with right. that. Yeah. I like drew a little businessman and like, it took me like a lot. Yeah. A paint, is the worst. paint is the worst. <laughs> yes. Um, and then after that, I just like stopped using templates cause I realized it was kind of fun. Yeah. 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 And then... Yeah, I always, I never actually took any, like, visual arts courses. I, like, just took business courses, and then I'd try to somehow, like, incorporate that into my projects. Right. Um, and then when I went off to university is when I started, like, sketching and drawing, and, like, it was mostly portraits, people's faces. Right. And then once I figured out what the pen tool was, I was like, oh, well, like, this is great we on and popping now it's like yeah this is amazing right um so then i started like doing portraits like that but like line portraits okay and then um this art style i started in october okay october yeah i of just this past year yeah october of wow. 2017 is okay when i started all the, the lines and stuff right um I think I started with a J Soul piece, right? And it was super simple. Um, and then I was like, "Oh, like this is fun!" So I kept going. And then the second one that I did was for Masego, mm -hmm. and then I did that because I was going to Philly um, for the Gold Link and Masego concert. Right. <laughs> so I was like, "It'd be really awesome if somehow they like saw this and, and did something with it." Right. 
so when I got to Philly, the day of the concert, me and my friend went to Walgreens and we printed out this wow, poster. Nice. Shout out Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Walgreens. <laughs> it took us like an hour because the people were like rude. Wow. But we got the poster um, and we got there really early. So we like went up to the front and parked our butts there. Yeah. <laughs> the opening acts, I forget who they were, but they were incredible. And then eventually... Masego got on and like the people behind me I was chatting to them for a while and I was like I have this poster but like I'm so fucking awkward like, right. I, don't, I don't know yeah, what how to do, you, do yeah, it yeah, like, how do you he's get right this there team? but I can't, can't chuck it right. <laughs> that's um, so scary and then he stopped talking or he stopped doing his saxophone stuff mm-hmm. and was like walking around they were like do it now do it now so <laughs> then I started like waving it but he didn't see obviously and then his DJ saw, and she was like, hey, like, someone's trying to give you something. Wow. And then he came, and he took it, and he, like, opened it up, and he he made a joke. I forget what it was. On on the mic? Yeah, like, Whoa. on the mic. He was like, this is so cool. Why'd you give me white hair or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And, um, yeah, after that, actually, um, I, like, went home, went on Twitter, was going crazy because <laughs> <laughs> he took it and then after the show like I went up to him because he was just he was just walking around Laundry. so I was like okay I'm gonna go introduce myself and he was like I'm gonna put this on my wall blah 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 and then I met his DJ and she was her name is Joe Froxy she's incredible um I I like got her Instagram and kept in touch with her and then out of the blue in like either December or January he DM'd me and was like do you want to like do some cover art and I was like <laughs> whoa wow <laughs> yeah this I, is amazing wow okay yeah I freaked out yeah um so I did that for him and I don't know when it's coming out I don't know right, 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 he right. didn't even he didn't send me any of the music I was kind of salty about oh that. man I was like fuck I Masego. really wanted to hear that new mistake yeah for real but he sent me lyrics and in-depth descriptions okay. of what he wanted so I was like okay this, this is good enough. wow yeah well, oh, here we're we're holding out for that. That's is yeah. yeah, super super exciting. Thank um, you. That's that's amazing. Shout out to Masego for actually. Shout out to Masego. Yeah, for real. For actually taking the initiative to be like, you know, right? this person has talent. I'm gonna give them some work. Yeah, for that's real. Dope. We so do have to rewind a little bit though. Oh yeah. You went all the way to Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Right. I went to Philadelphia because I went abroad. Uh, January 2017. Okay. I went to Singapore. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and I met this girl named Cindy, who's from Philly, and then we just ended up, we clicked because she was playing Childish Gambino from, nice. her, from her room, and her windows yeah, were open. Nice, and, nice, nice, nice. And then we just, we clicked over music, so we went to a few concerts in um, in Singapore. Wow, and then who did you who did you see in Singapore? I forget, it was like this, okay, it was like some EDM festival. Okay, okay. I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. We're and there yeah. was someone else, and I forget. That's fine. That's still fine. (laughs) Still super, super neat. Yeah. So she, she invited me to come to Philly. She's like, I bought no name tickets and gold link tickets and I have no one to go with. And I was like, bet. Yeah. Coming to Philly. I'm reaching. (laughs) Damn. Okay. And we went, oh, the no name concert was on a Friday and it was like this uh, Red Bull sound select festival. So they had like her and a bunch of other people playing there for like three nights in Philly. Wow. But we only went to the No Name concert. There was like Sid and someone else. Wow, wow, it was, wow. It was amazing. Because um, when I first heard the story, I was like, I'm pretty sure Gold Leg came to Toronto last year. I, I missed it. I missed <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. We did. I, did you go to the show? Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, I missed yeah. it as well. He's incredible. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, holy mm. shit. Um, and the fact that you saw him with Masego as well, I think is... The two of them, I, I died. Very rare. Do you rare. think uh, Masego is the most talented or multi-talented person? You know what I mean? He raps and he plays sax. Right? I, I was thinking about this earlier, too, because I never, I never really put like respect on right. <laughs> like I'll listen to his music but I never really like realized how much talent he he has and I think after I saw him live I was like so blown away I was right. like you, you can do everything like yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. all these instruments ridiculously well when he played the saxophone I lost it <laughs> it was so good yeah truly but uh, I agree like I think he's definitely like way up there of all the stuff he does yeah and surprise surprise he's, he's not at the uh, forefront of the music scene you know yeah, I think it's between him and and Pack Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. He does it as well. Yeah. The drums. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Dr- he's so good at the drums. Yeah, <sighs> to sing and drum at the same time is, um, is from experience, I will say, absolutely impossible. Ne- next to next to impossible. Something that I guess we didn't necessarily touch on, which I I'm curious to kind of know how this came to fruition, um, is that majority of the artwork that you've done, and of course you've shared it here uh, in doing artwork for Masego, has kind of been based around um, like musicians, uh, yeah, exclusively for the most part. Yeah. Um, and one, this is kind of neat for anyone experiencing it to like. Um, Oftentimes, I find myself while looking at it is like not look to see who's being tagged or like not look at a and caption just like to see. Try to know what yeah, song to try like or like yeah, try and figure yeah. out who it is, right? Because um, a lot of times, um, while there are features that you can identify as like you know, yeah, these are the braids or like this is a photo of Nav. I can see it in his lineup <laughs> and his mushroom cut. You know, um, <laughs> there's <is mushroom> <laughs> <laughs> or bulk, yeah, whatever mushroom what, bulk what is cut. That cut. It's called a Rexdale cut, <laughs> is what it's called. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to kind of know where, obviously you'd mentioned um, starting with portraits and then kind of, or yeah. moving on from there. Um, but was there kind of a point where you were like, hey, you know, I really, this is, this feels like my niche. This is where I kind of want to keep pushing. Yeah, I, I don't think I know when the point was where I realized what I was doing, right. but it was like, I'd just be listening to a song and then I'd be like, I have to right. draw this now or like, I want to do something because it just sounds so good. Of course. So it's definitely the music. Like the music is just so good that it compels me to, to make the art. Right. So like, shout out to the music. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Wow. Um, definitely. And that's kind of uh, the next question that we have for you here is like, is to lay on us right now precisely what you've been listening to this past week. What has consumed you? <laughs> Please lay it all on hey, us. You, you can look at your Spotify or yeah, whatever you have oh, right now. Wow. I forget all the time. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go for it. Go for it. Um, oh, okay. So Georgia Smith put out her album oh, yeah. today or yesterday. When mm-hmm. was it? That was today. That yeah. was today? Okay, right. I listened to it on the bus today. Okay, nice. Fire. Okay. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. It was so good. I listened to the Yay album. Right. Yeah, because I had to. I really <laughs> had to. <laughs> That's all right. We don't have to get into it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it feels mandatory sometimes. Um, lots of Ram Riddle. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. You know what? I think we can say something yeah. about that. Mm. I don't know if you listened to the last mm. album, I'm assuming. We're uh, talking about the last. The, the Sweeter Dreams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a fun album. I don't yeah. think we give it the credit. Like, we just write it off because okay, of the right? lyrics. Exactly, exactly. But, like, it's a fun summer album. <laughs> you, yeah. you've heard I, I would play that like a function exactly. or something. A function? <laughs> okay, wait, Definitely. I listened to it again, and it's kind of, some of it's kind of sad. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, some of it gives oh. me sad vibes. I don't Damn, know. Damn, okay. Yeah. We need to revisit uh, Ramrod. Some of them are just too heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. 
right. It's hard to look at Chris's face because I know he's just like, no way, there's no way in hell. No, there's just, there's there's so many to this. But there's so there's so many layers to him. That's that I I just want to understand them all. You know, he's like it's an onion. like the melodies are so good. I think that's what draws me to it. Is right. definitely the melodies, and then I just the lyrics just. <laughs> yeah, it's like Nav. You know, you just try and get over them. You know, no, you know what? Like I tried to make that comparison when the Nav album dropped. Yeah. Right. Nav and Ram Rose. Why do people like Ram over? Or, I mean, Nav has his own fans. Yeah. But people tend to prefer Ram because Ram is. You know, he knows he's joking. Yeah, exactly. Rav Whereas Nav, you don't know. I think he's serious. He's serious, <laughs> right? Like when when Ram says, um, "What's that Tamil line?" Uh, <laughs> oh she's a Tamil girl because oh I see God. her camel yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, something about camel toe and a Tamil girl. Yeah. Like he knows he's not like exactly. this bars. <laughs> I'm he, he's he's not Jada Kiss <laughs> in the booth when he's saying that. He's that's right. He's having fun, but of I think. Nav is dead serious with these bars. Yeah, yeah that's I think right. that's what makes people uncomfortable then. All 28 <laughs> years of him. <laughs> you sicko. Also, we're, we're in the home of where Nav, or Ram, grew up to be. That's right. The oh, man right, Rye High. Byerson University, that's right, because we don't, we don't bang with uh, Byerson <laughs> like that. But. I was in the same class, same year as him. Oh, wow. Oh, he, uh, he went on to greater things, obviously. Sweeter things. Sweeter things. Sweeter things. I was in the same auditorium auditorium as that he was in. Did you see the the tuna can full of Kush? I I heard of it after. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was not a part of that. Um, but you know, I'm I'm happy for success. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, we're we we can't not be happy or want to see these guys uh, push forward. You know, when they're from our neck of the woods. Um, so when it comes to to kind of having your art accompany a lot of this music um, and obviously having the opportunity to, to now work uh, with an artist. Um, is that something that's manifested uh, with other artists or at least just, or perhaps even in the kind of like Toronto music scene? Um, is that something you kind of aspire to do is to work or collaborate more with musicians themselves directly? Yes, definitely. Okay. I think in the last year I realized that like, I do want to make art, but I definitely want to stay in the music industry mm -hmm. or like make mu make art for musicians. Right. It's definitely something I want to do for a long time. Just because like, I don't know, I like music so much and any chance I can get to like right. meet the people or talk to the people uh, would be great. Yeah, of yeah. course. And have your work kind of uh, compound, you know, whatever yeah. it is that they're, they're kind of yeah. putting out. Um, and in terms of kind of album artworks, or at least like a lot of the design that we already see mm -hmm. um, with artists, is there anything that you you currently observe or you currently see that you feel like can be bettered or or need some kind of drastic change? In terms of in terms of uh, a lot of the the kind of art or the design that we see that is accompanies artists' work currently. Um, yes. So in like stage design or even just like album artworks. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are the kind of things that you observe and that you like and that you don't like? I've noticed that there's like a lot of young people, young designers on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff that have like the craziest visual abilities and they're getting in touch with musicians themselves. Like I, I don't know his handle, but I think his name is Max. Okay. He's Max Cohen. He's like, I have no idea how old he's from, but he's in high school in right. Waterloo and he's like, He's so good at design and he's making album covers for people like the Prime Boys wow. and like there was a really big one. I think it was Gunna. Wow. I think wow. yeah, like he his work is phenomenal and it's just like I wish more like the more mainstream artists would like 
look in these avenues and of like course. find these young people that are doing these great things. Because I don't know, it's just stuff I see online is just blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. What is an album that you saw and you're like, why would you pay someone to do this one? I could have done this for like way better for half the cost. Okay, I'm only saying this because I just mentioned them, but... Uh, Sorry, we just got to let the tea brew. <coughs> Tea's brewed. Go ahead, please. <laughs> um, oh, I have talk. to find the song because I have to show you guys. Oh, like, man. It made me sad. It's by the Prime Boys. But it's like, <laughs> it's an old cover. <laughs> okay, you know, sometimes we, we have to give forgiveness when it's the yeah, old stuff, like, but... I, I hope... What if they took it down? <laughs> <laughs> they might have. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's called Front Page. They changed it. They changed it. No, I can't even show you guys. But yeah, it was the cover for front page. It was like a someone drew the three of them, but like it looked like it was done in MS Paint. Like you, they just did not uh. spend time on it at all, and they just like slapped it up, put it on SoundCloud, and I was like, what? So fun fact, I actually made that artwork. But Why? Like, <laughs> of course. Imagine that. Imagine that. Just oh shedding tears on the inside. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh <laughs> Just messing with you. I did not do that artwork. I'm very gullible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I... I really wish I did. Shout out to the person that made that. I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> it might have been them. It's okay. It's okay. Oof. Growth, you know, but it's important. But they changed it, so clearly they weren't satisfied either. That's right. You know? That was a placeholder cover art until okay, yeah. the good one came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> until the good one came through. <laughs> Did you see the Justin Bieber Purpose cover? No. Have you never seen that? Oh, I yeah, don't. Okay, are you, should I Google it? Okay, I'm gonna Google yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because that is. Bieber um, Purpose. I don't know how you feel about that, but that is uh, the example of pure Ash. garbage. <laughs> just because I know that person who did the cover got paid like thousands of dollars Ooh. just to do like the worst for that, because it was a good album. I like the album. Oh, uh, yeah. So dark, and he's praying or something. Yikes. I forgot about this. I never actually looked at this like that. Like, oh god, I can't. Even, <laughs> no, that's not worth it. Yeah, I think like <laughs> Keith Urban should like replace Justin Bieber on there, and like it would be far more fitting. Kind of looks like Keith. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I'm just picturing some like generic white dude, with blonde hair, long, yeah. longish blonde hair. I don't, I don't think <laughs> I actually know what dude. Keith Urban looks like, but Keith Urban has a little. Oh, he's got the goat, the yeah. soul patch. Oh, <laughs> After that guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, do you guys like country music? Do we like country music? <laughs> um, you know Mason Ramsey is getting back into it, Yeehaw. and this is not this is, <laughs> this is not a joke because I like that song that he put up. Yeah, what is that? Whatever the name of that song is. You want to sing it for us? Yeah. You, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I definitely I'm 100 percent about singing, but oh yeah, I I don't know how to yodel. Something about his. <laughs> Yeah, Something about a girl that's like nine years old, and he's like eight years old, oh. and he's like, "You're you're my rock" or something like that, and I'm like, "Boy, wait till you become like ten years older. Yeah. <laughs> better learn." <laughs> um, I enjoy uh, nationalistic music from every other country uh, besides like besides North Am- or besides America, pretty much, uh, or at least it's like sorry, maybe that's not even a fair statement because. Um, like indigenous music is fantastic. Oh, okay. So yeah. that music See, comes from here. Phenomenal. Um, let's talk about colonial <laughs> nationalistic <laughs> music. Uh, that's right. White, white people nationalistic music from uh, the states here. Don't really bang with. But pretty much every other kind of quote unquote country music or like uh, hair cultural music um, is phenomenal. I very recently started getting back into Ethiopian jazz. Actually, this is a sidebar, but someone. 
sent me some, I don't know if it was, it was some kind of East African jazz. Cool. Maybe it was Ethiopian, and it was fire. Yeah, it those guys so are good. ahead of their times. I but um, hey, that's okay. Uh, there's so much of it out there, which is a good thing. Uh, but yeah, country music. Nay, nay. <laughs> we'll, we'll pause that. That is actually a hot music. take because country music isn't truly country music. It's uh, Native American slash indigenous music. It's truly Ooh, country music. There you go. Hot take. Pour the tea mm. on these haters. Ooh. <laughs> tea is scorching. Scorching <laughs> um, hot tea. <laughs> so speaking of uh, colonialists, <laughs> um, we are kind of curious. It's a great segue. Um, we are kind of curious to know, or at least when we do sit down with artists um, uh, who come from ethnic minority backgrounds, particularly in Canada, um, if art has kind of provided you as like a segue or as like a conduit to explore your identity some more, um, particularly as being like a minority in this country, is it something like at any point in time that, um, yeah, has provided you as like an outlet to, to think about these things or, or how you reflect on it at all? Definitely, yeah. I think um, a good example is like I participated in this uh, exhibit at X Space Cultural Center. That's right. There were uh, yeah. A, yeah a few like really 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 Lots talented, talented artists who were there. People, yeah, it was incredible to be in the same room with them. But um, I was doing a commission piece for a writer named Amani, mm-hmm. and um, she's the best. She's. I love her. She Shout out Amani, it. yeah. Um, but, I th- yeah, after that, or through that, I guess, um, I, I thought more about my art because I was being asked questions like, oh, like, why are you using certain skin tones? Or, like, why does people look like that? And I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just, mm-hmm. like, looking at my feet, I was like, oh, like, I rarely have draw white people. Or, like, <clears throat> before the musicians and when it was just, like, general pieces, like, a lot of the women would be like various skin tones and yeah I think it's just because like we don't see ourselves yeah in a lot of things and it just like my default is just like that color it just makes sense but like after going through that exhibition and like hearing what it was about and everything I and how like other people express themselves through their writing or whatever I realized that yeah I'm definitely doing that subconsciously I just haven't like sat down thought about it yep. yeah kind of made it intentional every yeah, time that you did exactly have people actually pressed you about that though in just in like instagram dms yeah it's interesting because you can simply say hey look at any website ever <laughs> literally exactly. go on anything else and you'll you'll see what you will make you happy exactly it's odd you uh you had a question about uh in regards to daniel caesar concert Oh, yeah. So I noticed you took a video of that concert because we went to that concert as well. Yeah. Did you get, um, what day was it? Day four or something? Day four out of five? There Which was like one five was nights That's where you right. did that concert. That's right. Oh, I was at oh, day yeah. two. That was, no, this concert was um, outside in 2016. Oh, my God. Manifesto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Manifesto. That was at, yeah. And Anderson Pack played, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a great show. Uh, yeah. That was, that oh, was Kate Renata was there. Yeah. Oh, that was definitely yeah. a minor. Uh, <laughs> Super good show. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> there for two summers ago. Oh, you're getting old. Damn. Um, but yeah, what a, <laughs> oh what a special show. Um, yeah. We, we were lucky to see that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I just want you to talk your shit because you were very early on the wave. That's right. You know? Oh, yeah. Let me talk my... <laughs> <laughs> talk my game real quick. Um, 
I think someone put me on to Sean Leon when I was in high school. Right on. And then through Sean Leon, I found Daniel Caesar. Of course. And then I was like, well, like, holy shit, like, how is this person not... Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. We talk about him too much on the show. We're going to we're All gonna right. manifest it right now. Daniel Caesar's going to be on this podcast at some point in time. <laughs> some Yo, point in time. Put that mm. energy out That's there. right. Energy is being released. I think he'd love to do it. Especially because <laughs> you guys are, like, you know, based in, in like, Toronto. That's right. Yeah, you know, we're... You know? We're just backpacking out here, so maybe we could just camp outside his house. <laughs> and we have a lot of things in common, you know, exactly. like good music, backwoods, appreciation <laughs> for backwoods. I'm not a fan of the backwoods, but I think we can appreciate that and the culture. Yes. Um, and Toronto. Backwood culture. Backwood culture. We're going to have a whole episode just about backwood culture. <laughs> <laughs> backwood culture can... Oh, we do not condone backwood culture. Also, <laughs> so, like, also, backwoods are so expensive, yeah. I found out. Like, I'm not... I don't... Utilize backwards. I, I recently had to purchase them as a prop <laughs> oh. for this video thing I'm trying to do. But uh, Ooh, coming soon. Three are like what are they? Like Twelve dollars or something, something like something crazy. Three for fifteen. That is not a steal at all. No. That's I don't ridiculous. That's robbery. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember also segue to Jesus or somebody did a bit about a guy smoking a backward as it is. You know, we just. <laughs> Yeah, like smoking a bag with Why? And people are like, stop running up to him like, hey, stop, stop what you're doing, please. That's terrible. You're ruining. It's ridiculous. You're ruining this. You're please ruining dump this that on poor marijuana into it. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Uh, oh, my goodness. I wonder who does that. Sharon Sharp, I think, uh, who's like an NBA analyst. Oh. Um, he, oh. he definitely uh, oh smokes backwards just as they are. But no. that's okay. He's a he's a character. He's cool. I was going to say, like, Doug Ford voted. <laughs> oh, probably. Which is my, uh, my definitely a bit I'm going to be talking about later. Yeah. Oh. They're <laughs> government. Oh they're government. They are, they're all smoking backwards. They're all <laughs> in the, the worst way. Yeah. Just the Russian, what's the Russian white Russian one? Cream. Russian cream. <laughs> they're all smoking Russian cream. Sickos, straight sickos. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> before we get too off topic here, uh, the last kind of key question before we head into a couple uh, fun segments here that we have for you um, is what people should expect from you. What uh, in the upcoming year or in the next couple of years, what are what are some things that you um, really are kind of aspiring for? Or, uh, yeah, at least in the, in the next year, we'll start with. Yeah. So in the next couple of months, my shop. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> my, my store will be online okay. finally, so people okay. can buy prints and stickers and possibly apparel if I Whoa. Uh, climb that. That's right. Mountain. Yeah, eventually. Whoa. It will be climbed. It will be climbed. Yeah. Um, what else? I have like a lot more time now because like school's over. Beautiful. I'm at home. I have like endless amounts. Of, I'm not working yet because I'm like taking some time off. Good so. call. They can expect prints. They can expect lots more art. They can expect... Oh, my next post will definitely be a GIF. It's going to be a GIF. Okay. I'm trying to get the eyes to blink. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so this is very exciting. learning animation. Um, what else? Yeah, that's about it. Lots Movies, TV shows, <laughs> everything. She's doing a television show. That's yeah. right. A whole television show. Catch me on a... PBS. I don't know. PBS. <laughs> Is Spike still around? <laughs> oh, Spike is. Oh, that is true Spike garbage. TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spike please TV don't. Well please don't sign into Spike TV. So I got one more before we go to the segment. Of course. Um, what are uh, a couple artists who, when they drop an album on a Friday, you have to clear your schedule just to to really experience the project? Oh my god! So that Kid Cudi thing that's coming up 
whenever it comes out. That's seems- that's out. That's on Spotify right now. With Kanye, that's what you're talking about, but, right? Yeah. But, but I can say we that. We can see ghosts. I can say that if you're a Kid Cudi fan, you will definitely will not be disappointed at oh, all. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I will be disappointed. No, <laughs> I no. Was like, lose it. So Hamda's uh, actually packing up right now because he's trying to dip because <laughs> it's a Friday night no, and this Nivegas is can perfect boom. because now I have something to listen to on the subway ride home. There you go. So boom. Holy cow! Wow. <laughs> so breaking like, news. This is so exciting. We can hate on Kanye as much as we want, mm-hmm. but. With the series that he's doing, I, I call it a series, but with the album that he's dropping every Friday, like yeah. he really taps into the artists and he creates like almost the perfect production for them. Yeah, like Daytona. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh man. <sighs> oh mama. Yeah, I know. I never shit talk Kanye because like he's been my biggest inspiration since I was a like kid. Wow. I would say like um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was mm. the first album I ever bought. Wow. Like I got the posters on my wall. It's embarrassing. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't shit talk him at all. I'm just like turning a blind eye. For sure. For I'm sure. Waiting until he's out of his um, whatever he's going through. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You can only pray that uh, yeah, people find find the help that they deserve, right? Definitely. Um, yeah, like with this one, um, the only thing I was hoping for was a single track where he's just humming for three <laughs> minutes. But spoiler you, alert, you do get that in chunks of you songs. get the humming. You do get the humming, okay, which good. is necessary. Good. Last question for us: Where and how can people who enjoy your artwork, such as ourselves, uh, support you as best we can? I would say Instagram.com/slash/hamwars. Okay. And. Once I get those prints up, hopefully in the next two weeks, um, hamwars.com slash shop. Perfect. Hamwars.com will be a link somewhere. Of course. And we'll make sure to uh, to link all this in our uh, episode description Thank as well you. so people can check that out. Let's jump into the the first segment uh, before we kind of end out the show. is a segment called 3 Pete, uh, sponsored by Lil Wayne, unofficially, um, where we essentially have our guest uh, answer three questions um, all in small lists of three, and you kind of rapid fire off the top of your head. Um, you try and answer as quick as you can. So the first one, three artists that you're destined to work with. Okay, I want to say Goldlink, Smino, Solange. Okay. Yeah. Manifested. Yes. Manifested. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, three people who remind you of your worth. My mom, my best friend Sophie, and my other best friend, Arthi. Beautiful. There we yeah. go. Uh, and the last one. Three creatives from Toronto who we need to get on our pod. First person is, I would say, Max, because I mentioned him earlier, and cool. he's so young. I think he's so young. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he pull, he's pulling a nab as well, yeah? <laughs> right. He's 36. He's 30. He has a family. He's a whole-ass family. He's three kids. Yeah. <laughs> go home, Max. Oh go take care God. of your kids. Okay, so I want to say Max Cohen, um, and then I want to say Vonnie Lord. Right. Her Instagram handle is last name Lord. Last name Lord, that's she's right. So, she's so dope. She's a photographer. Um, and then I want to say the last person, I would say, oh my, Amani. That's Amani. right. Writer, amazing person to talk to. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. been manifested as well. Manifested. That's right. The whole this is the whole theme of this episode right here. <laughs> Manifestation. <Okay>. Manifestation. That's <laughs> right. Um, um, so with the the final final segment, which you can definitely uh, come in on, is uh, the soup it up. 
Soup It Up is a segment that's unofficially sponsored by Campbell Soup as well. Campbell Soup? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm good, that, exactly. That's probably phrase. Yeah. probably. <laughs> um, it's a segment where we... Uh, it's a segment where we take the opportunity to share something, uh, whether the past hour, past week, past month, past year has made us salty, and you use it as an opportunity to vent or perhaps get it off your chest. Oh. So Navek, generally speaking, always has something to uh, to share that's made him salty. More than welcome to join in if you can come up with something to hate on. Yes, feel free. I love being petty. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. This is the first time a guest has admitted that. Like, thank you, <laughs> guys. It's okay. It's okay to be petty. It's perfectly fine. I was actually originally going to talk about something good, like Kids See Ghosts, but then I almost forgot about what happened yesterday. Ooh. And obviously, it. you guys, y'all had to do it. You voted for, uh, <laughs> you, you voted for that, that thing. <laughs> all right. You know, you know who, what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to vote for the NDP, let us all live happily. Let us let the future be relieved of their OSAP stuff if they they promised that they were gonna turn the loans into grants. But you know what? You were like, "Fuck kids." They were gonna do that. Right. They were like, "Fuck kids, fuck happiness." <laughs> I am rich, and I want I want everything to be my way. And so they did that. But you know, I'm gonna go even deeper into that. Because where I used to live, um, McCown and Finch Scarborough, to be exact, the the riding Scarborough Rouge River, um, formerly was a liberal area uh, that Chin Lee, shout out to Chin Lee, I met him a few times, he's nice. Um, that was his riding. But then uh, Raymond Cho, who's been running for a few years, always been losing. This year, uh, famously known for beating up a seventh grader, the article was featured in Toronto Star. That's right. People were, it was readily available to view. Guess who won Scarborough River? Raymond Cho won. <laughs> Child beater, Raymond Cho. Chow Cho. About to take off the mic real quick, but I'm not <laughs> going to screw it up because I don't want to screw up the, the sound quality. Y'all had to go out there and you had to disappoint me. You had to vote for the worst guy. Probably also he's conservative, so I'm assuming he's even more worse than he is. <laughs> Our premiere is a walking Christmas dinner. <laughs> that's like the, that's the truth. At the Doug end, Doug Ford day. is built like a fresh turkey. Doug Ford <laughs> is built like um, a food basics chicken, fried chicken on sale. Doug Ford is built like the wardrobe from the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Like uh, you get into Narnia by going through his mouth, hundred percent. Doug Ford is built like my winter tires. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, that's a good one. Oh. Doug Ford is built like the SLC. Whoa, that's big. Yeah, deep man, very deep. <laughs> that is big. But, um, yeah, uh, very unfortunate, very kind of sad day um, for a lot of different reasons. I think what, uh, and this is something that I've, that I've thought about quite a bit um, only very recently, is that uh, while it may be kind of hard to believe, I really do believe and I'm confident in, in believing that there are uh, what you might call true conservatives. Um, and by that, I mean fiscal, fiscally conservative Canadians amongst us. Mm-hmm. Um, who likely have not bought into the ridiculous racist rhetoric um, or, like, have maybe not concerned themselves with the antics or the potential consequences of having a guy like Doug Ford in because they're riding representatives or just generally speaking the kind of backbone for this party, um, in truth, does kind of benefit these people on a a fiscal front, right? Um, So... 
by this, I don't mean to in any way justify that, uh, you know, just being concerned about your money is, is a good thing. Um, but unfortunately, at the same time, these people were very blindly still voted for their representatives because they were convinced or have been convinced that all of these kind of benefits on a financial front are going to be guaranteed. Um, whereas that might be true, there's so much else um, through this administration that's also going to take place, right? Um, as you said, these kind of forgiveness in, uh, in terms of OSAP loans is going to kind of be wiped. It's going to be far more stricter. Um, in terms of dental care and healthcare in general, um, this also like very intensely affects um, uh, trans men and women, which is like uh, which is something that isn't or has oh, kind wow. of gone very very under the radar, um, which is also quite frightening. Um, and you know these are kind of like two of the really big ones, just education cuts in in general. Um, so it is quite frightening uh, as to what the kind of next next couple years look like, you know, but. Um, also, federal will be coming up soon. Yeah. This is a good lesson. Yeah, certainly. You know, certainly. Jagmeet Singh is very much out here for the, uh, the NDP. I don't want to push, you know, political views on people, but... Just don't, for another, don't vote for another Christmas dinner. Like. Yeah, we also... Yeah. <laughs> I understand. You know. Eating with your eyes is like a thing. Uh, that's <laughs> truly, but stop voting for <laughs> people built like a chest drawer. <laughs> Um, How have you been feeling about the election? Obviously, it's still very fresh. It's something that just took place. Yeah, I I think I called this like yesterday morning. I was like, yeah, it's going to be... You have a feeling in your stomach. I feel it. Because like I talked to a lot of people and some of them were like, yeah, I'm not voting or like, I don't care. And I went on Instagram and I was like, I saw lots of people saying vote Doug Ford. Whoa. And then at that, I think it was on like Six Buzz or something. And people were commenting like, vote Doug Ford if you vote NDP or Sheep. Wow. And I was like, yeah, we're done for. Wow. Yeah. So I guess there's there's a lot to say, you know. Um, there are very very much some optimistic people who are who are ready to kind of take on this challenge and ready to kind of resist. Uh, and that's like a very hopeful thing. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to imagine all the time and effort and the work um, that came from fear of this happening. Um, essentially kind of going to waste. Uh, which is a very frightening and, yeah, of course, ultimately very emotional, very exhausting thing for so many people. Um, so very important to um, check in, you know, with a lot of the people who might have been advocating or kind of fighting for this not to have taken place and make sure that they're doing okay. And also just kind of consider, um, really consider or become informed about the consequences of now having Doug Ford in power, uh, what that means for you and what that means for your family and your loved ones. And... Um, and perhaps start thinking about how we can combat any kind of changes that do come into play. Um, wow, we just skirt into something very serious here. But hey, yeah. you know, we got to talk about it, you know. Uh, it very much impacts a lot of a lot of young people. Um, yeah, you know, we talk about current events. Like, uh, hey, do you, guys, uh, do you guys know anything about rap beef? <laughs> oh, man, it's great, great for the sport of hip-hop. Yeah, <laughs> the sport of hip-hop is the true winner in this <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, that it's uh, a good one right there, man. The rapy. <laughs> we talked about it in the last episode, so we're not. We shouldn't get you into it. You are hiding a child. <laughs> that is the best bar I've heard this year. <laughs> I'm gonna say that to random people. Hey, John, you are hiding a child. <laughs> All I know is after that track came out, I uh, I'm officially not from the GT anymore. I'm from Virginia Beach. Let me tell you, my license, my uh, driver's license says differently. Um, 
Either way, we have certainly come to the end of this episode. Um, this has been super, super fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Um, we are super excited to not only see this web store open and see more art come out, see the gifts come out, um, but we're also just, yeah, super happy that we got to kind of pick your brain a little bit about your art and a little bit about what you kind of have going on in the next year. Um, we obviously had you share where people can look at your work. They can check it out on Instagram. They can go to the website, um, which, of course, we will link below. Um, is there any last words that you have for the people that you care to share? Mm-mm, good. Careful suit. <laughs> Mm-mm, good. Manifested. You no, know, nothing's been said better yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. Um, so. Humda, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. This is episode 47. As always, this is Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thumb Hemingway, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight. I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. Mr. Date Girl with you. I'm with Navek. Hey, it's Nvake, aka Nvape, aka Tamil Tyrese, aka Young Couch, aka I promise I am not a cop, aka You Are Hiding a Child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode 47. Thank you again, Humda. Everyone say bye on three. One, two, three, bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah.